Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com slash parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com slash parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads, love where you live. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin royer Asmalant. Parenting can be rough sometimes, but life and relationships are funny and even absurd. I think we have far too little fun and humor in life. Using humor and discipline in the right ways at the right times can often turn a situation that could potentially blow up into something that everyone ends up laughing about and connecting over. But it has to be done well. Some people have a natural knack for using humor. Our son Chandler has this gift. It's amazing to watch these people in action. I do not possess this skill, however. I need help. But all is not lost for those of us without the levity gene. In this episode, I will cover some introductory information, including why humor works well in discipline, ideas on many ways to use humor in parenting, and then the trickiness of using humor. Basically, the one pitfall to be aware of and watch out for. So why use humor? While some parents might be concerned that it could undermine their authority or send the wrong message, it actually can have the opposite effect. Discipline is about connection. It's about building and then maintaining that connection as children age. Only then can we have influence and using humor builds that connection. So by connecting with humor, we then put ourselves in a position to teach the lesson and therefore have the positive influence. There are many ways to use humor, like making funny faces. Something that can work well with kids is imitating their face when they're starting to melt down. You could say something like, 
what's wrong with your face? It looks like this. Now you can't see me, but you make a silly face that kind of mimics what they're doing and then say, go look at the mirror. My oldest, who's now seven, loves this. And this has worked with him since he was really little. It stops him in his tracks and he starts to laugh. Then he's able to refocus and share his thoughts in a more mature manner. Also using silly voices, singing like an opera singer, whether you're good or not, maybe you could pull this off, or create a voice for your child's belongings. The shoes, the toothbrush, the bedroom floor. The shoes could say something like, where are we? This isn't our room. Who's that big person about to trip on me? Ah! Or the bedroom floor might say, I can't see, I can't see. There's so much stuff on top of me, help! Kids think this is really funny and it's a fun way to get them to do some activities and chores that you need them to do and getting them engaged in a fun way. Get physical. Jumping on the trampoline and being silly or climbing on the jungle gym, falling down or starting a pillow fight, these are all ways of connecting with our kids, being silly and humorous. You may or may not have an activity or a chore you need them to do at that moment, but it's being humorous and fun and connecting in very childlike ways. Make a game out of an activity such as the get ready for bed game or the get ready for school game. You can use puppets or stuffed animals to demonstrate and teach lessons like social skills or manners. Have the puppets do absurd things like hanging their shoes on the wall to put them away or putting food on the table instead of on the plate or flipping their fork off the table. Whatever manners or lessons that you want to teach, have your puppets or stuffed animals be outrageous. It will get your kids laughing and they will remember the lesson. Use silly language. Now this may not be for all parents, but when I use potty talk, my kids think it's hysterical. Also because I'm so strict about the use of potty talk in the house. So on the two occasions that I have used it, it really catches them off guard. When I say something like, oh poop, or you're acting like a poop head, they stop being a poop head and laugh. And then they laugh and laugh and repeat it a few times, but, and then they forget all about it. But to me, that's better than the meltdown. Armour makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armour, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. 
Try Armoire today. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA-14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. You can also be outrageous. If your child makes an outrageous request, you can be outrageous right back. When your four-year-old who's been weaned from the pacifier for two years asks for one because the new baby has one, you can be outrageous. You can say, that sounds great. I'm going to have one too. And then you could put it in your mouth and make these silly faces when you suck on it. Your child will see how silly you look and will most likely giggle like crazy and forget all about the idea of using a pacifier. This can show your child how crazy some of these notions are And they can remind him he's a big boy and doesn't mean a pacifier, but it makes it silly and fun. Now, I'm going to answer a question that came in from Vanessa in Las Vegas because it's a perfect example to illustrate my next point. Vanessa says, my daughter will have these major meltdowns. She's two. So my husband has tried to be outrageous and mimic her tantrums in hopes that she'll see how silly she looks, but it seems to backfire. I think it's actually making them worse. This is a great observation, Vanessa. Sometimes we just don't have a sense of humor about things going on in that moment. Toddlers who are already in the midst of a tantrum are one of those times. If you haven't listened to the episode on tantrums, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that as I share the emotional state of a toddler during a tantrum and exactly what is going on along with tools to pull them back to more rational thought and behavior. But in this irrational state, I doubt there's a toddler on the planet that's going to see the humor in this. Also, the tantrums class on the website also covers even more tools and tips for dealing with tantrums in both the short and long term so you see fewer tantrums overall and shorten the ones when they do occur. But what you've shared is a perfect illustration of the one and only pitfall in using humor, but it's a big one. Children can be sensitive. We all can be sensitive. And if they feel like we're making fun rather than trying to lighten the situation, then we will have the opposite effect that we're going for. Instead of connecting, not only do we break down the connection, but we can lose respect and lower a child's self-esteem in the process. 
So if you see your child is not reacting right away to your attempt at humor, then stop immediately. So this is for everyone, not just for Vanessa and her tantrums, but if you're using humor and you see that your child is not seeing the humor in it, you want to stop, you want to apologize and explain. You want to explain that you were trying to make her feel better by getting her to laugh, but that you can see that she is not enjoying it and that's not your intention. And so you won't do that again. So this is a pretty short episode today, but humor can be a great way to deal with issues around discipline and can build a connection over a situation that could otherwise result in power struggles and escalate conflict. It's important to tune into your child though and know when to use it and when not to. And if it doesn't go well, apologize and explain. So during this week, really look for those opportunities to find ways to use humor and discipline, to make those exchanges be fun and silly and take away some of those struggles and build that connection. Now, in our next episode, I will be covering the topics of bedwetting and potty training accidents and relapses. I will share some statistics on bedwetting, when you can expect your child to stay dry all night, and how to go about the process of nighttime potty training. I'll also cover potty training relapses and accidents. This means kids who have been successfully potty trained for a month or more and then start having accidents, either full-on accidents or just voiding small amounts of urine in their underwear several times a day. Since this is a common phenomenon even in kids in early elementary years and can concern parents who don't understand what or why this might be happening. And then later on, I will also be covering some of the basics of the process of potty training from the beginning in another couple of weeks, since summer is a popular time to try to accomplish that task. If you would like to see what else we have coming up for episodes or to submit a question, you can go to yourvillageonline.com podcast. Or you can also submit feedback and questions at podcast at yourvillageonline.com. I hope you find this tool of using humor and discipline to make your household more fun and engaging. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.